Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Haley. And we are Reels on Reels. For today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Invisible Man. Where'd he go? Where was he ever? Everywhere. If he is invisible, how did we see him? We didn't. <laughs> well, <laughs> the Invisible Man is one of these one of the films that got caught up in the whole quarantine pandemic thing, so it got pulled from theaters early. It became invisible early. <laughs> It got, it got pulled from theaters early and became available for streaming, renting at home. Yeah. So that's eventually how we ended up seeing it. We saw yeah. it at home. We didn't see it in the theaters. It was unfortunate. But yeah, because this one might have been really fun to see in theaters. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. Anyway, let's move on. Eventually, like, so The Invisible Man is based off of the novel by H.G. Wells. I'm sure if you've been watching films over the past hundred years or so, you've at least heard of the concept of The Invisible Man in some way, shape, or form. I think there was, in The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, wasn't there? I believe there was a character. Yeah, yeah kind of based off of that, yeah. or was that? That was a long time ago, I don't really remember. Um, but yeah, so The Invisible Man concept has been kind of in our cultural spec something or other in yeah. the in the social sphere yeah it's like ingrained in our brains like it's been passed down yeah so yeah. in, in this film yeah in this film they kind of take that a little bit differently and instead of being from the invisible man's perspective we are from the perspective of a woman played by elizabeth moss mm -hmm. and uh she was in a relationship with the man who will be the invisible man. And it was an abusive relationship that she has escaped. Mm -hmm. But then she comes to find out that he supposedly committed suicide. But There's there, are, there are things happening that make her think that he might not actually be gone. Just invisible. He's, around. he's actually there. She just can't see him. So it's 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 a horror suspense type mystery, mm -hmm. I'd say, and I I thought it was really enjoyable. I had a great time with it. I agree. I think they did a good job with it. Uh, it kept attention quite well. Oh yeah, like other than Elizabeth Moss being in it, and we've seen her give some good performances in Us and The Handmaid's Tale recently. You also have um, Aldous Hodge, who we know we've seen him in a lot of films recently. And Storm Reed, she's also in it. Her and Aldous Hodge play a father-daughter father -daughter, duo. Yeah. yeah, and Storm Reed was in recently in A Wrinkle in Time, the one that Ava DuVernay did. Um, and then we also have Oliver Jackson Cohen, who plays the Invisible Man, or the character. The boyfriend. Yeah. And he, he has one of those faces, like I knew as soon as I saw him, I was like, I know that guy. <laughs> I know that guy. And then it finally hit me in the end. That he, he was, was in the haunting of Hill House, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" So we got we got a good blend of people who are not new to the horror territory. Yeah, here, and it really plays out well. And the film is directed by Lee Wanell, 
who also directed Upgrade recently, which we still need to see. We need to watch that, yeah. Um, And he frequently is a collaborator with James Wan. He writes a lot of the films, like Insidious and Saw. So he has started directing, and he clearly has a knack for horror, even directing, based off of this film. Yeah. It's it was good. It was. Good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, like yeah. the concept was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, in order to like kind of skip past the story a little bit and get into the technical stuff, like the sound design. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that was uh, that was a huge factor really in the enjoyment. Well. Yeah, yeah. Like in, in in some of the scenes where you just hear something off to the side of the room, mm-hmm. especially if you're watching this in five point one surround. Yeah. And Which is part of the reason why I wish we would have seen it in theaters, because that would have been super cool. But we're we're lucky enough to have a surround sound like, system, viewing yeah. experience. So yeah, yeah, and it was mixed really well too. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the audio department really did a good job with with this film. It really stood out. Like that was one of the first things we we mentioned when we were, we started watching. We're like the audio; it's really really um, shaping up in this film. So. Yeah, like at one point I think it was raining and I thought it was really raining. <laughs> you thought it was actually outside. Yeah, yeah I was like, was wow, where did this rain come from? I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Yeah, they did a good job with, with the audio for sure. Yeah, especially when like in this, the horror is something that you can't see. So mm-hmm. sound is really a very important factor. And I thought that they did it really well. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, like I, I was on the edge of my couch seat the whole time. <laughs> Oh, man. And on top of that, like the cinematography, I really liked what they did with the cinematography because they really like a lot of films like when when something when someone's being watched and you are supposed to hint at that, they'll stick with the voyeuristic shots, you know, like you'll see somebody from around the corner. So you got like the wall. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a handheld shot and the wall is kind of interfering, obstructing in the foreground and everything. Like you're peeking out almost. Yeah. But another thing that this film used was a lot of negative space. So the shots would be really wide, like there was somebody else there, mm-hmm. but there wasn't anybody else yeah. there. So it made me like search the background. Like I was like yeah. waiting for something. It, it's setting it up. It's setting up the scene and it's making you like, what else is here? Like it, 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 it asks that question. Yeah. What else is here that's happening? Because I mean, the character herself, she's acting as if there's something else in the room. So it, it in, engages you to go look yourself and see, is there anything else here? Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that they did a decent job with that. Yeah. Like my mind, my, my, my eyes were searching the screen and some, most of the time there was nothing there that you'd see. Sometimes mm-hmm. there is, but most of the time, most yeah. of the time you're just, you're just doing it. Yeah. You're just looking, yeah, getting yourself paranoid. And again, it comes down to the audio. It's like, mm-hmm. you know. If there was something there, it was very subtle, but the audio, the audio cues really kind of play a big part in it. Mm-hmm. So it worked really well bet- between the audio and visual uh, of the scenes. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, just Elizabeth Moss's performance just really heightens everything because yeah. she puts up a very emotional performance here because like her character is going through a, a huge a ordeal yeah. and Moss really like she portrays it fully the entire time like i was with her with that yeah as if it was really happening to her mm-hmm. yeah she really embodied the character oh definitely and there's just this whole because they take on the idea of like i i mentioned 
like the details of their relationship that she like escaped their relationship and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So since they're since they're kind of pulling up that domestic abuse aspect, they bring in the horror of that for mm-hmm. audiences if they if they can relate to that. And she and Moss really portrays that. Yeah. Like really well. There was a whole other level of fear. Like other than just something being there that you can't see, there was also just the paranoia of not knowing if something was going to come back, if the other foot was going to drop, you know? Yeah. So that was a whole other like layer to her performance that really worked well with the theme of this. And then the people, of course, people not believing the female character for what they're saying as they're experiencing. It was a very... I was I was so into this movie. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh man. <sighs> Gosh. <laughs> like I'm I'm I might need to watch it again now. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Yeah, because like you you brought up like the tension. Yeah, the tension was for me. I mean, it was right from the very beginning. I mean, when they first introduced you, like that very first scene. Mm-hmm. The like, opening scene is yeah, great. That that tension that that was that was built on there to the to the point where. She got away, and then it just starts all over again. Mm-hmm. And it just never lets go, really. If you think about it, it just escalates Yeah, to a certain point. There's, like, at least some degree yeah. of that tension from the opening sequence yeah. throughout the whole film. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, like I remember when the credits rolled with it, I was just like, holy sound design. That was a fun ride, <laughs> you know? Again, I'm talking about the sound because it, it really did uh, Super effective. impact. Yeah, impact the film. Yeah, like I, I just really enjoyed this film. Like this is a a very interesting early release for the year. Like a lot of times, I know people always talk about how all January releases aren't that great. You know, Mm -hmm. early early on in the year, scary movies aren't that great. But this one was really good. Yeah, yeah. So so don't let that cloud your judgment. The Invisible Man is a very fun film. It's a hoot. It's a trip. Yeah. And I like how, you know how um, people, or not not just people, just in general, um, sci-fi and horror kind of get, gets bunched into the same genre almost. When, like, when people when categorize, categorize it. Categorize it, yeah. This is actually both, if you think about it. Yeah, there is a good chunk of sci-fi to this. Yeah. yeah. So, Yeah. So, which was kind of nice. Like it just it kind of fits that mold a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, not complete sci-fi like space sci-fi, but sci-fi nonetheless. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I just thought this was a really good one. I agree. I enjoyed it. Oh man. So yeah, if if you have the the money to spare and you want to have a nice creepy movie to watch, The Invisible Man, you can rent that and watch it in your home. Yep. Yeah, so you might want to do that because I I really recommend it. Yeah, watch it. So I guess if you want to hear more about us, like talking about this movie in detail, you can stick around for our spoiler half of this. But if not, and you want to watch The Invisible Man first and you haven't done that yet, then you can go ahead and go do that and then come on back and we can talk about this in more detail. Agree to disagree with us. Yeah, so... Musical break, and then we'll be back with spoilers.
yes, it's spoiler time. So, for the Invisible Man, we brought up in the first half of this, that opening scene. I think that we need to talk about that because we need I, we just need to yeah. express. Yeah, this this really set the tone for the mm-hmm. whole movie. And it never left, if you think about it. Yeah. So the opening scene is really about Elizabeth Moss's character escaping from her abusive boyfriend. And it's she's trying to escape in the mm-hmm. dead of night. And it's completely silent. Like, it's one of those scenes where it makes you not want to breathe. Yeah. Well, you don't even really know what's happening. All you know is she's just trying to escape. Yeah. We don't know why. Well, you, you know. didn't. You might not have. But it's like it's it's just there. Like you're just tossed into this this opening, and you're like, yeah, get out. Like be quiet. Like mm-hmm. the whole time, it's like it's it's giving you that 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 message of hush hush. Mm-hmm. Be careful. You just need to leave. Yeah, and yeah. and the tension there really establishes that because sometimes mm-hmm. like the characters will be like tiptoeing around and they're trying to be quiet. But it doesn't really give that same feeling as a as a viewer because mm-hmm. you're watching a movie. But I felt that in this instance, it really made me want to also like be quiet and yeah. like yeah. like I didn't want to I didn't want to wake him up either. You yeah, know? exactly. Because because yeah, the intensity that she gave trying to get out, mm-hmm. right? And and the carefulness and the planning that she had, it seemed like you know, like the planning that went on to just to do this. Yeah, like, like you can tell that this is like the urgency, and mm-hmm. it's like it had to happen now. Mm-hmm. And there was like no way, you know, like no turning back at this point type yeah. of deal. And the, just all the times that like something would happen, like something loud would happen, yeah. and I would be like, "No, why'd you kick the bowl? No!" Or like, "Oh, the dog. Oh, yeah." Don't. Oh gosh! Yeah, that bowl, that bowl was like I would <gasps> kind of. I got super quiet. I'm yeah. like, oh, like like when she was in the garage and she was like almost there, and then she turned around and the dog was there. I was like, no, puppy, no. Yeah, puppy, shh. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my goodness! And then for her to like fully escape from the scenario and then the 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 moments that were that car she was in the car and she's so close to being free but they don't go anywhere Mm -hmm. because her sister is asking all these questions and you're like no no just Just go and then you see him running to the car from a distance like through it it was that shot that i always say i don't like this shot the the car on your side yeah it's like a side view when you're looking out like the passenger side of the car and whenever whenever i see that in a movie you're gonna get t-boned like there's gonna be an accident and so they're using that shot except they weren't moving (laughs) and they get t-boned by the abuser like it was Oh man, that was so intense. That was pretty intense. Oh goodness gracious! Yeah, like the whole opening scene together, like like you mentioned, it really sets the tone for it the does. entire film. That's so crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, even even throughout the rest of the movie, like I find myself just catching my breath and not making any sounds, or just like, what's about to happen? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm just as tense as the character is on, on, oh, yeah. on screen. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, because when when it continues and now she's in her friend's house and all the like stuff starts happening Mm -hmm. and then they have those shots that have all that negative space available where he could be, you Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. Like, well, like when things actually happen, it just it just puts it in your face. Like, I knew it. I knew there was something there. (laughs) Oh, man. Like, I'm getting like little chills, like thinking about it. Like, I I keep on shuddering and. Oh, man. She's, yeah, definitely. I'm very antsy right now. (laughs) 
Oh gosh, like chills running up my back thinking about the oh gosh. What this woman's been through. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know which scene really gets me the most. Like I was gonna bring up the scene in the kitchen with the the fire on the stove. Mm-hmm. Because that's like one of the first times that like you're proven right, you know? Yeah, something is happening. That something is there. Yeah. Or either that or the, the picture is being taken while they're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man. Yeah, I can't remember which one happened first, but the, those are both the like, pulling, oh. pulling of the uh, the blanket. Mm-hmm. Right. No. But there is one. I don't know when you wanted to touch up on this, but there's one scene that really I was just like, holy crap. Oh, there's so many that it could be. Is it the one outside? Restaurant. Restaurant. Oh, gosh. I don't know if you want to bring that up yet. Let's hold yet. off yeah. on that because yeah. now I want to talk about the one outside. Yeah. Because okay. one thing that we didn't really talk about in the first half of this, which I kind of wish that we had, but at the same time it would go into spoiler territory. Yeah. Um, when they actually show her Elizabeth Moss's interactions with the the invisible man you know like they get into tussles in the house mm-hmm. there's the scene where she's outside and you get nothing but his breath in the cold, in the cold yeah. oh man that was really effective he's standing right next to her yeah he's standing she's right outside. next to her and you just see his breath in the cold night air and that's it if you just oh man yeah I, I think that threw you back in your seat didn't it yeah i was like ah like <laughs> like i think i actually screamed at that part <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, but the scene. restaurant was huge. Yeah. yeah. That that That's just a whole other tone to the film. Yeah. Was that before or after the paint? I believe that was after. I'm not 100% sure now. I do. I think the paint was first. The paint was first. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, like after... Like the invisible man and her, they like get into a fight in the kitchen and the invisible man is trying to make everyone in her life like separate from her, mm-hmm. like abusive tactics that he did even when he was alive, you know, or well, even when he w- was alive because yeah. he's not actually dead. We're in the spoiler part. So yeah, <laughs> we warned you. Um, but yeah, like all those interactions and then the part where she's in the attic and she's looking and she finds his phone mm-hmm. and then the paint, the, when she splashes the paint and all yeah. of a sudden you see him like, yeah, because he can't be invisible anymore because he's covered in paint. You just, you just see a, sh- a shape of a, of a, a person. Oh, in, and in it's paint. so close to her face too. Yeah. He was so close. Oh man. <laughs> this movie really gets me. Yeah. Like, see how animated I am talking about the spoilers in this? Like, the I loved the scare so much. It was good. It was good. Oh, man. But, yeah, the restaurant. You want to talk about the restaurant? Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the part where she was really trying to tell her sister exactly what's happening. Yeah, this she's is where found. stuff gets real. She, she apparently, she found out exactly what's happening mm-hmm. by this point in the movie, right? And she needed to tell somebody. And she needed to tell her sister. And so <clears throat> she invited her sister to a restaurant, and this was after Dave had, like, a big fight, you know, where ter- the, the, the guy... The, the invisible man made, wrote an email to the sister yeah. saying some really nasty things. Made, that, made, her, made her think that she was against her, you know? Yeah. Anyway, sister um, said, okay, I'll meet up, I'll meet with you. And in she a was, public place in yep. the middle of a crowded restaurant so yep. that Elizabeth Moss's character thinks that they're safe. Yeah. And as she is telling her sister what she found and what's going on, you see her sister's face kind of just like 
turned to almost like fear, like like what the f type yeah. of deal, right? And then they changed the angle where you're seeing it from almost the angle of the sisters, like what the sister is seeing, yeah. And there is a knife just floating in midair, yeah. And then slices her throat and drops to the floor. No, it doesn't drop to the floor. I thought it did. No, it drops into Elizabeth Moss's hand. Oh, that's right. That's right. It got tossed yes. into her hand. That's right. And she's holding it. That's right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the, mistaken. The, You're yes. correct. Yeah. The knife, like the invisible man holding the knife. So it looks like the knife is just doing this on its own. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's visually stunning. Yeah. Like, I'm like, whoa. It happens so fast. Like, you see the knife and actually you know it's cutting her throat. And then next thing you know, it's on, 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 the, on the main character's hands. Yeah. Yeah. It happens so fast. It, it was, like, I think I screamed here, too. I <laughs> I, like, I think I, I said I screamed one time, and now I'm looking back. I think I screamed several times. Yeah, this was a pretty intense scene. Oh, man. And just the look at Elizabeth Moss's face. Like, did this just really happen? And mm-hmm. just the, the, the shock of, like, the knife is in my hands. Like, oh, my God. People are going to think that I did this. Like, mm-hmm. that whole thing just happens within, like, Five seconds. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Oh man, that was such a cool scene. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. Heavy scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah, there's just there's so many interesting things that they did with the Invisible Man character. Mm-hmm. That's just so cool, and the suit itself. The suit itself was cool. That's the sci-fi part that we were yeah. talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Is the this the character, the boyfriend, this this doctor guy. He's an what, engineer, engineer in optics. Yeah. He's been developing like optics for whatever company he works for or his company, his whatever company, it is. Yeah. Anyway, like early on in the movie, you see her trying to sneak out and she's she's in this like basement of like like a lab of some sort and she looks off to this one little corner of the the room that has like it looks like some, it's holding something up but you don't see anything there it like honestly it's like the shape of a man yeah so like i was like is there someone there yeah but there's oh. nothing there and she just kind of looks and kind of is afraid of it a little bit but we're not we don't know what's going on right mm-hmm. but Come to find out, you know, later on you find out why. Yeah, come to find out that's where he was making his optics suit. His optic suit, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's that's a bit of sci-fi that's part of this movie. And it's interesting how they depicted that, you know. Yeah, because the suit is just a bunch of cameras. A bunch of cameras, yeah. Yeah, the suit is just a bunch of cameras that are using optics to, like, camouflage him to his yep. surroundings. Yeah. And it's, it's just super interesting. It's, it's an interesting, like, futuristic take on yeah. the Invisible Man. Because I think from what I've read about the Invisible Man novel, because I've never read it, was that he was doing some sort of experiment that kind of, that, like, backfired. Okay. And it made him invisible to the point where, like, he had to, like, wrap himself in, like, bandages and clothes and oh, stuff okay. so that people would actually see, see him. See him, yeah. Like when he wanted to be seen, yeah, because he could just take all that off and then just cause mischief and yeah. all this other stuff. But it's it's kind of interesting to see it become an optics suit mm-hmm. in this modern adaptation of it, where it's like a suit that you slip on and you can take it off. And it was interesting. Yeah. And and then also it's like you, you we know with like pixels on our TVs and stuff, one camera goes out. Mm-hmm. It, it was interesting for it to have that. Um, a vulnerability. Yeah. The glitching. Yeah. 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 Because it's like, 
it, it gives your protagonist a fighting chance if there's some vulnerability to the suit. Yeah, it's it's not like completely <laughs> it's invisible. It's not hopeless. Invincible. <laughs> An invincible invisible. It's not like that. Yeah, because if, if he was completely like invincible, it would be like, what is the point? You yeah. know, yeah. There, there needs to be a vulnerability with your bad guy. We don't need God complex here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, I thought the suit was a nice touch, mm-hmm. and uh, how they depicted how he was able to do it. Mm-hmm. And what did you think about that like twist at the I end? I was going to say, wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah, but wait, there's more because there's also like a douchebag brother involved in this. <laughs> it's like I never trusted that guy for an instant. I remember you saying that as soon as you met him, you're like, just sign this, and you're like, no, he, I don't he trust you. He has a punchable face. <laughs> It's one of those dudes who has a punchable face and he's a lawyer, you know? So like you mix those two things together in a movie and I just don't trust you. Yeah. He was very pushy and manipulative too. So. Oh, totally. So then like <laughs> you get, you go in the whole movie and you believe with Elizabeth Moss's character that it's her abusive ex who's in the suit and like causing all this mischief. And then in the end when she like, they fight back and the guy in the suit gets killed mm-hmm. they take the suit off and it's the it's the, the punchable face brother. brother yep and they're trying to like they try to make you think for a brief moment that like it was the brother who was doing all this and he locked the abusive ex in the basement yeah behind some wall or something and, and it's just like ah this was set up this was set up nah, Come on. yeah Oh, man. And like Elizabeth Moss, she knows. She knows. She's like, no freaking way is that what happened. No way. And everyone's like, just take it. Just take it. No. <laughs> no. Because it's like we all know that as long as that guy is still around and everything, like, it's just going to happen again. Yep. Like, he'll find her. Yep. Oh, man. The brothers when they got manipulated. Oh, yeah. Which... Oh man, I don't even. I don't even know that's how to get into other, it with that guy. Yeah, that's a whole other can of worms right there. Oh man, is there a truth to it? I don't know. Like, we'll never know. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh we'll never man. Because like it, the guy um, Oliver Jackson Cohen who played him, he doesn't have a lot of screen time as himself. You know, Mm -hmm. like you see him like sleeping in bed at the beginning. You see him like running down and him T-boning the car. (laughs) And then he gets the ending scene where Elizabeth Moss gets her vengeance, you know? Yeah. Turned victim to vengeance film. Oh, gosh. The ending ending was very cathartic for me. Super cathartic. I knew what was going to happen. Oh, yeah. It was was very predictable. Yeah. But cathartic nonetheless. Yeah. (laughs) Um. But, like, you only see him a little bit, but in those bits at the front and the back end of the film. Yeah. It stands out. Like, he played oh, yeah. he played that manipulative dude so well that with the very limited screen time that he had. Yeah. It stood out. Like, yeah. I was like, I don't know if I can. Even when he was sleeping, I hated him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that. It was just like, what did you do? <laughs> Why she leaving? Do what you do wrong? Come on now. <laughs> oh man, she's leaving you for a reason. Like when he ran up at that car, that was terrifying. Well, you don't like these running at you. I know that too. That I too. thought that was kind of cool, but yeah, you don't. It like, was it was cool, yes, but terrifying because I hate things see, running at me. Here's man. the thing: that <laughs> shot is one of her. Like she doesn't not she does not like that shot. No, every, anytime you get that shot, and then top it off, someone running at you. 
That mm. like magnifies it like 10 times for her. So the really, shot of what, being T-boned. What is that T-boned shot other than a car running at me? What is it? <laughs> That's probably why I don't like that shot. It's a car Maybe. running at me. <laughs> but if they say it wasn't a car, it was an actual guy and you were like, uh, I think he even shot back in your chair. Oh yeah, so so that was the first time I screamed, and not yeah. the, not the breath outside. Yeah. <laughs> how how many scream counts do I have now? Like I, I, I should have done a tally for how many times I screamed in you, the Invisible you Man. You were probably about seven or eight in this one, I'd say. <laughs> like I know I can at least count a like I got the running at the car, the breath outside, the paint can. That's at least three. Yeah, and then there was a couple of them. Uh, oh, and the knife. That's four. <laughs> yeah, and, and then there's, like I said, there's a couple more of them, like in, in the uh, um, mental house, leaving the mental house. I don't know if I actually screamed yeah, there. Yeah, there were moments in there you were just like. Well, I'm talking about my screen tally. That's I, what I'm talking about. Like, not startle tally. That's that's a completely different story. The, right, the scream right. tally. <laughs> there was a lot. There was a lot. Yeah, like. <laughs> it got me. Like, granted, I'll, I'll probably have to watch it a couple more times to see, like, what the rewatch value of it is and everything. But I think it's going to be one of those ones that feels cooler multiple times because yeah. I'll notice more things. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what the type of film this is going to be. Yeah. Oh, it was a good time. It was good. It was good. <laughs> oh, man. Just it, so much tension and, like, the sound design again. You think they resolved everything? What do you mean resolved? <laughs> In the story, you think everything was resolved? All the questions that were being posed? Mm, depends on how you look at it, I guess. Yeah, I like, guess. I feel like it was like tied up in a way. Mm -hmm. And then they went off in another direction toward yeah. the end. Like, they, they, opened, they answered questions and then they created like more with possibilities. Yeah. Like, I still question was it really him? Yes. It's yeah. It's 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 one of those things. Like, I feel yes. Like, because it's ninety percent like, of the time. Guess... I, ninety percent, I would probably say yes mm -hmm. because we never really find out, mm -hmm. right? But there is that that little bit that maybe the brother was the one because he's been so abused by that guy growing up as well. Con considering that, that's why that story wanna... was told by him and nobody else. But like considering that the story that he said, he said that he was abused, yes. Yeah. He was abused his whole life. So why is this any different? But then because why was like he going the, after her? That's what I question. Maybe that's how his brother manipulated him. True. Tried and to make him I, think that he was involved in something, you and, know? And that's why I also say like at 90%, I know it was the brother, but mm -hmm. there's still that 10% that I question maybe, maybe his brother. Like the, there the is a possibility guy. that maybe the lawyer brother was the one who was in the suit doing the things, but the abusive ex was the one who was pulling the strings. Yeah. Like maybe he was in his little dungeon cave, whatever the heck. Mm -hmm. for plausible deniability you know and then yeah and i and I, I i do get that but Just, i am definitely thinking that if anything he was the one pulling the strings and telling the brother what to do and that's what that's what she was saying that's why she, she ended up doing what she needed to do to him yeah because in her heart she ended things for she real really ended things mm -hmm. it's kind of like vengeance. it is 100 percent done 180 percent 180 degree 180 <laughs> percent done <laughs> <laughs> a 180 degree turn of what was going on. Mm -hmm. So she ended up being the invisible woman 
yeah. to finish him off. Which right? is really interesting because I'm wondering, because I have heard that Elizabeth Banks is going to be doing an Invisible Woman film. Okay. And I'm wondering if it's going to be connected to this one or if it's going to be a completely different story. I don't know. Yeah, because I don't know, because I know the whole Universal Monsters thing, they're they're completely scrapping that mm-hmm. universe that they were going to try to do, and now they're just doing individual films, which I think is Probably what they better. should be doing anyway. Yeah. But so, yeah, that, that lawyer brother man, like, punchable face. Don't trust him. Mm-mm. Don't trust him. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we enjoyed it. It was good. Mm-hmm. It, it did ask, pose some questions at the end, but... Overall, I think I'm in agreement to what what she said was happening in the movie. What Elizabeth Moss's yeah, character said. Yeah, what the character yeah. said. So I'm, like I said, it was 90, 90, 90% to 10%, and I'm going with the 90%. Yeah, it, I believe her. resolved in that way. I'm with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's still that little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, it I can't fun. wait to buy this one and add it to my vast collection of scary movies yep once we can go out and buy stuff again <laughs> once we can go to the store <laughs> yeah oh so. man alright well in any case I'm Haley and I'm Eric and we are Reels on Reels, on Reels.